You're listening to Thoughts from the Ledge, the official podcast of Gray Ledge Advisors with Scott Albracio and Ted Regal. Hi, and welcome to another edition of Thoughts from the Ledge. I'm your host, Scott Albracio. And today we've got one of our advisors here with us, Ted Regal. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Scott. Thanks How are you for doing today? Me. I'm doing great. Good, Appreciate good. It. Hey, you know, we were talking about subject matter uh, for our discussion today on this podcast, and you came up with one that I, I don't know a lot about, so I'm mm-hmm. very interested in finding out more yeah. about it. Uh, you proposed a charitable donation uh, directly from a uh, 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 required minimum distribution. Mm-hmm. Let I'm I'm very interested to find out okay. more about that because we are in the season of RMDs. Everybody's yep. got to get them out before the end of yep. the year if they haven't taken them. Talk to me about the the making sure. a charitable donation from an RMD. Scott, it's quite interesting. We work with a lot of retired folks, and mm-hmm. we do a lot of retirement IRA type accounts, and. Very few people are making charitable contributions directly from their IRA accounts when it would be a real tax benefit to them. Mm -hmm. And just to give you a little background, in 2017, uh, the tax laws changed Mm -hmm. quite significantly, and the standard deduction for married filing jointly people is now about $30,000 a year, Mm -hmm. which is great. But it means that only about 10% of tax filers are itemizing. Their deductions. Really? So all the retired people uh, that are clients, most of them do make charitable contributions during the course of the year, whether it's to a church or a favorite local charity, whether it's a soup kitchen or Mm -hmm. to help a hospital or uh, a religious organization, and they're not getting the charitable deduction that they historically had because they're doing a standard deduction. Mm But there is a way to capture the benefit of the standard deduction, plus mm-hmm. get additional tax benefit if you make your contributions during the year from your IRA account. Okay. The way to do it is every year, if you're over age 73 now, mm-hmm. you have to take a required minimum distribution from your IRA account, which most people either do monthly or, like you said, it at the end of the year. Yeah. But you can use that distribution and make a donation to your charity. And it goes directly from your IRA account and it does not count towards increasing your adjusted gross income or your income that shows up on your tax return. Therefore, you're reducing your income, which means you're paying less taxes. Less taxes, so that's a win-win. It's a win-win. So if all the people uh, out there that have IRA accounts that are over age 70 and a half, Mm can make their annual contributions to their charities of their choice from their IRA, they would benefit on their taxes. Wow. But we don't see very many people doing it. Most people are using- Just cut a check from writing their, their operating their, income. Yes, and, from their social security checks, right. from their pensions. And so they're using after-tax dollars to make their charitable contributions and not getting a tax benefit like like they they could and right, they would have right. in the prior to 2017 perhaps uh-huh. so it's just a great little trick a couple of things to keep in mind you can't take your rmd your acquired distribution and then say i want to also do an ira uh contribution to my charity of my choice uh-huh. it has to be done before you take the balance of your required minimum distribution okay to reduce your uh taxable income mm-hmm. so if i had a five thousand dollar rm uh, required minimum distribution I could take twenty five hundred of it and donate it to a charity. Yes, and then the other twenty five hundred you is taxable. Taxable and mm-hmm. it adds to your income. How about if I took all five thousand dollars and donated it to a charity? Now I pay no no taxes on it. Uh, that's correct. Basically, you're 
your your five thousand dollar required minimum distribution is satisfied. Satisfied, and you're not Check increasing your taxable uh, income. Check the box. Yeah, a couple of caveats that people should be aware of is when you get your ten ninety nine R at the end of the year to give to your accountant. It doesn't list that a part or all of your RMD, required minimum distribution, was a charitable donation. When you make your donation from your IRA, you need to follow up with the charity to make sure you get the acknowledgement letter, Mm -hmm. which you need for any donation over $250. Right. Make sure you get that. Mm -hmm. And then you have to make sure your accountant is aware that a part of your required minimum distribution went to charity. Went to charity. So there's a little bit of work that you need to do to make sure that you take advantage of this. One way to do it that I think is terrific is right now, and it used to not be the case, is that with IRA accounts, you can get a checkbook and you could you can then write the checks to your charity during mm-hmm. the year mm-hmm. and have the record. And that way you don't have to call Vanguard, you don't have to call Fidelity, you don't mm-hmm. have to call your financial advisor mm. and just to simplify it. And then you also have some record keeping in your canceled. Yeah, so that's interesting because I, th- I think it's a great concept. Yeah. I, we're here to help our clients yeah. walk through that process yeah. and try to simplify it yeah. as much as we possibly can for them. And you can do this, like you said, through Fidelity. Yeah. Um, is it uh, is there a lot of paperwork involved or is it just a matter of cutting a check? No. If you have an advisor like Grayledge, they would just need to call us and say, hey, I'd like to do this or I heard about this. Tell me more. Mm-hmm. And we you do interface with Fidelity or Schwab on your on the client's behalf to make it happen. Perfect. Uh, but on the other hand, if they want to do it directly and they have a checkbook, they could do that as well. That's great. So, it's a it's a, a very good concept, very timely yeah. for this time of year. And, yeah. and like you said, people do make charitable contributions yeah. throughout the year, but they're making them with post-tax yeah. dollars. And yeah. here we're making them with pre-tax yeah. dollars, saving the tax yeah. and you're satisfying your RMD. It's really a win-win, yeah. yeah. Yeah, very good. Any closing thoughts that you want to share um, with us? I just wanted to mention that for the that 10% of the population that is still itemizing, mm-hmm. there is a, a great vehicle, a vehicle called a donor-advised fund. It's like a brokerage account mm. uh, that you would set up at a, an investment firm like Fidelity or Vanguard or Schwab where you can make a irrevocable contribution to your own charitable fund mm-hmm. called a giving fund. A giving fund. And if you, especially if you had a year where you knew you were pumping into a higher tax bracket and mm-hmm. wanted to increase the amount of your itemized deductions, mm-hmm. you could say give 10000 or 50000 into your own donor advised fund or giving fund. You get a tax deduction for that full amount in the first year. Then that is invested in a in a model that could be conservative or aggressive, depending on what you choose. Mm-hmm. It grows tax-free. And then over time, you can decide when to make the donations. Hmm. And so it's a great vehicle. If you don't qualify for the qualified charitable distributions from an IRA because you're not 70 and a half, right. that you can set this type of an account up and so get, is- a, get a full tax deduction in a year that benefits you optimally from a tax perspective, mm-hmm. let the account grow right, and then make donations directly out of that. Almost like you have a private foundation. Right. That's really terrific. In your own name. In, in your own, own name. name. Or so, you could be in a parent's name if uh-huh. you're trying to honor somebody. Right. However you wanted to, to name it. That's interesting. So if you have an executive that's bonusing out, maybe yeah. he's got a deferred comp plan yeah. that's paying out and he's got extra cash, yeah. it's going to bump him into a new tax yeah. bracket. Or a lot of folks have stock that is appreciated mm-hmm. a lot over time. Maybe they inherited it. Right. And 
they're, they feel locked into it because they can't. They don't want to sell it to realize the capital gains. Right. Yeah. But they, if they could sell it, they would say, "Geez, I'd give some of that to a charity." Right. Well, you can put those shares of stock into this donor advised fund and mm-hmm. sell it after you've don- gifted it into uh-huh. the fund, and then release the the proceeds to a charity. Perfect. So. Great concepts yeah. today, Ted. Thank you very much for sharing those yeah. with our audience. We do appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Scott. Appreciate it. Great. Yeah. You've been listening to Greyledge Advisors Thoughts from the Ledge podcast. To learn more, please contact your Greyledge advisor or visit us at greyledge.com. Yeah.